When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, what do you know? It's the hump of the hump. It's the middle hour of the middle day of the week. It's time to get humping. I got the song Humpin' Around by Bobby Brown queued up Do if you, you want. Yeah. Let's play it. Okay, Let's cool. just play it. This is, uh-huh. you know, I mean, I always like, Humping, ah. dry humping was involved. Oh, yeah. yeah. That takes me back to like 1978 Yes, or good old humping. Yes. That is a funny word. It, it is. is. Mm-hmm. Kind of like snaturally. Snaturally. Okay. <laughs> Did you hump her? Snaturally. Yes. Snaturally. Snaturally. Okay. Um, wait, before, just I want to give a TV th- alert because tonight is George Siegel's final episode on the Goldbergs. Right. So it's just airing tonight. Okay. And I'm sure they're going to have a little thing that they'll add uh, to the beginning or end of the show. But, um, um, I did know, I have noticed that George, you know, that he, his age change, you know. Yeah. In the last and couple seasons you watch of the, the Goldbergs. Gold. I don't know. Oh, I that. love that show. It just is so funny. It's just, a, if you need to laugh, it's kind of mm-hmm. like how I felt about King of Queens or um, Guaranteed Laughing or right. Friends or whatever it might be. Like if you just, it's on. So, and I, I love, what's her name? Wendon, Wendy McClendon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she she's, was on, uh. Uh, Reno 911 with Nisi. Yes, okay, yeah. so when Bridesmaid the movie was traveling through the Twin Cities area, Wendy McClellan and McClendon or whatever. McClellan Clovey. <laughs> right. right. And Kristen Wigg were in studio. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Here? Yes, yes and Lori and I. And the promo was we dressed in bridesmaid dresses. So I went to Goodwill and I got us dresses mm-hmm. to wear. So we dressed in bridesmaid dresses. And, and then, then they what? were on our show that afternoon. Then yeah. we went to the Mall of America for the premiere that night. And wore our bridesmaids, and wore our bridesmaids dresses. dresses. It was so, so fun. fun. Yeah, that was blast. That was <clears throat> blast. All right, and they were so funny in they studio. Were Just hysterical. Yeah. Wendy was hysterical. Yeah. She, Kristen, I felt she was reserved, but yes. Wendy was super funny. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of super funny, uh, Chad, which is a new, is it a sitcom on network? Yeah, it's on TBS. TBS. Wednesday okay. nights or Tuesday nights at 930. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give us the concept. So, um, I've seen the, seen the, this. I can only say that I watched the first 10 minutes because my nine-year-old came into the room and we decided it was not appropriate for nine-year-olds. But the idea is it's similar to Pen15 in that an adult is playing a teenager in, in, in like strangers with candy with Amy Sedaris from way back in the day, which was hysterical. Yeah. She would 40 year old going to high school. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so her name is Nassim. I got to look. Well, it she up. was on SNL, but not for very not long. Not for long. And I'm not Pedrad. sure why she left because she was Pedrad. funny. Yeah. Nassim Pedrad. And, um, 
so she plays a boy, a teenage boy who's having trouble fitting in, not only because, um, you know, it's teenage years and he's sure. kind of a nerd, but also there's sort of some Islamophobia involved. His Persian think. heritage. Correct. Um, I did grab uh, kind of a funny clip. If you okay, yeah, okay, let's so listen to it. From, uh, yeah. You're dating someone behind dad's back? That's how divorce works, yes. I am seeing someone. We don't need to get into the details right now. He's Muslim. His name's Ikrama. Nikki, stay out of my Match.com profile. I told you your account needs more thirst traps. And I told you I don't know what that is. Fantastic. I love the name Ikrama. It means female pigeon. What the <laughs> dick are we even talking hey! about right now? You're dating a Muslim guy? Chad, you do realize we're technically Muslim. Yeah. We're Muslim enough. We don't need people thinking that's like our whole thing. What is your problem with our heritage? I'm embarrassed by it and I'd like to fit in. I've made that very clear to you. If you wanted us to be so Muslim, you should have raised us in freaking Ramallah-la-la-da-dawn. <laughs> you're just mad that you're a late bloomer and mom's getting more action than you. Nikki, no offense, but you are a whore. Chad, oh, no offense! God! God. So it's I'm pretty totally funny. I am too totally oh watching gosh, it. So it's a 39 year old woman playing a 14 year old boy. boy. Yeah, Chad. Yeah. So that I, looks cute. Yeah, I enjoyed the 10 minutes of it that I watched. I'll probably I mean, catch up on it today. Yeah, good. Yeah, that was funny. Just the trailer. That was the very trailer funny. looked funny. And then tonight, the other one is the economics. Home economics is supposed to be kind of good on ABC. Huh. No, I don't know, but oh, just it's the, the series home premiere. Economics. It's, it's, I just had it's it. with, I was like, oh my god! It's Topher Grace, and they. Oh, I yes. was reading some things like if we need a replacement for Modern Family mm-hmm. on ABC, it's the story of siblings at different ends of an, an economic spectrum, with a struggling middle class author writing a book about his unemployed lesbian sister and their rich little brother. I think Neil recommended it yeah. too. He liked it, and I have seen Topher on a couple of things and. Um, interviews and i liked what he was you know how he's sure. describing the show and stuff it looked kind of cute so it that's did. tonight at eight thirty on um abc i know you know hooray for network tv i dvr'd rebel tomorrow night because i Katie missed Seagal it is in it no tomorrow night is it just the first one tomorrow yeah, night tomorrow night oh, for some reason starting. i thought it already started no i want to see that that looks good and also the beautiful andy garcia is in that yes that looks kind of good. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Just yet another fun thing to do with your television, people. Well, we're you here know, to please. The DVR is, a, you know, the memory bank, and when you get to it, you get to it. Is kind of like no for kidding how I feel, but I am up to date on my Riverdale. Let me tell you, is honestly. it delivering seven years later? Well, it just time warp. Right, it, it was just a year. You know, it's still it's like the fifth season. If of, you can believe it, of Riverdale. Right. Um. I, yes, because I appreciate the more grown-up storylines that involve a lot of shirtless uh, shirts. A lot of shirtless shirts. Yeah, no, I mean, they get Archie to take off his shirt all the time because he was in the Army. Oh, yeah. right. And now he's recruiting at Riverdale High. Is that what he's doing? And the football coach. Because it's seven years after high school. Oh, yeah. It's just, I, I, I suppose. I've taped these, this, when it first yeah. started after seven years later, yeah. I've taped all of these. Well, Rocco, did your wife like Chad? Well, she's the she one that was, was like, yes. And then she's like, I'm not sure we should have the nine-year-old in the room for this. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's it's kind of a it's teenage biting. junior high. Yes. And, and I'm wondering, you know, it's like, it's not like we haven't seen this before. I mean, Freaks, there's always been sort of awkward junior high sure, kids. But Freaks and Geeks, that was only one season right. that we got of that. And the awkwardness, it is, maybe there's a certain, um, I don't know, maybe the... 
the bitter funny is even better. Like you're full 20 years out of high school right. out of that thing. And so you can really, you know, look at it. Cause I thought, I thought that Amy Poehler, you know, her movie po- uh, Moxie, yeah. which is about high school and, this must be the last time Patrick Schwarzenegger is going to be able to play a high schooler, but he plays a senior and mm-hmm. he's kind of a, he is a mean boy. He's a mean white boy, football star, but he's like 27, 28. And I know that was like one of the things, the Riverdale kids that they were like, how long can we play? Like we're in high school, you know, I right. mean, that was Luke Perry's thing in 90210. A couple of years into it, he looked, he looked older. Yeah, yeah, he really did. Okay, so Strangers was Candy, which was the other thing that I talked about, which was a long time ago. It was 1999. So but funny. you can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Well, that's um, a good idea. That's funny. That's got Stephen Colbert in it, it in addition to... hysterical. Amy Sedaris is yeah. 46 years old, a dropout, Jerry Black, as she learns some very wrong lessons... <laughs> And about high school because she and goes, it is kind of like that humor that Chad like we totally were just the same humor. Mm-hmm. But oh gosh, that used to make me laugh back in the day. Paramount Plus is pretty good. I signed up for that free month, and it helped during uh, the uh, basketball yeah tournament because oh. you could stream that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm not, you I got a free month because with... this just says a free seven day trial. Yeah, I got a free month. You know, check your email; you might have one. All right, mm-hmm. but I'm not and sure I'm going to stick with it. I do strange... watch the old Hawaii Five O on there with Jack Lord. Oh, you do? Yeah, oh gosh, remember Jack Lord and the great hair? Yes, he did have the great hair. And then, can you watch the? Uh, you know, what's his name? Tom Selleck. I don't think that's on there. That's on that Stir. That's a free app you can get. Oh, for crying out loud. I know. Who knows? Who knows? There's so much stuff. Was Strangers with Candy on Comedy Central? It was. And it was with Amy Sedaris and Stephen Colbert. It is gold. It is. Mm -hmm. I agree. All right, listen, when we come back, we got random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. If I asked you guys to, and I said to you guys, you know, Rocco, Lori, I want you guys to assume the command position. What would you think? Uh huh. What would you think I was asking you to do? I was going to say, I am not getting down on my hands and knees for you today. (laughs) Not today, lady. That's your command position, barking like a dog. (laughs) It has to, Rocco, your guess? Command. Yes. I don't know, like squatting like a catcher? No. Okay. It has to do with feng shui in your home, okay? You should have given us more. No, I didn't want to. Okay. I didn't want to because you're supposed to utilize the command position as one of the ways to feng shui your home. Mm-hmm. And it refers to where a piece of furniture is located in relationship to a door. So when lying in your bed or sitting at your desk, for example, you should be able to see the door without being directly in line with it. Mm. So the best spot for your bed or your desk is diagonal from a door. With a solid wall behind you. This represents your ability to handle, um, effectively handle opportunities and threats that come into your life. The reasoning is traced back to animal instincts. Yeah. You don't care. No, but who could ever not, like, that is, like, so basic. Like, you know, if you've ever slept in, like, like any kind of a thing where the bed isn't in the right place. And you're like, I don't like having my bed, my my back to the door or whatever. Or okay. you, you want to be able to see. 
So yours, you can, because mine, I can't. Yeah. When you're at like a restaurant, do you need to be able to see like the front the face door? out? No. Yeah. But I dated someone who always needed to sit in the position where um, I would just look at him in the wall. And he got to see everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need hmm. to see everything. And I'm like, well, bleep you. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is such a... I, I too, would like to participate oh, yeah. in people gazing. Oh, gosh. Yes. I just thought it was the rudest thing ever. Yeah. And I just thought, wow. That says a lot. That did. Mm-hmm. But I didn't put up a fight or anything. I just said, wow. Mm-hmm. You were like, I need to be in the command position here, Buck. Well, I know, but I just couldn't... You know, gentlemen... That makes sense. I yes. mean, it's a caveman kind of a yeah. thing, cavewoman thing, having that instinct about yeah. that. Okay, so this all... I got I got off track today, way off track today, when um, Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine featured this Create Your Own Getaway. There's this company um, called Sanctuary Sanctuary Sheds, and they do backyard build, buildings that can be installed in a matter of days, and they do it... You said that perfectly. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Did I really? Say it one more time. Sanctuary sheds. Oh my God, this is but a these, breakthrough. But yeah. these buildings, you know, they come I wish and, you would do it AMSR and like... <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do that. But so anyway, there. it's a company that used to work in trade shows. And, you know, trade show world just died last year. So they kind of pivoted and went into these standalone buildings. And you can buy them and you can order them. And they start around $16,000. It's not cheap. What, what, but what is it for? It's for if you want... if like you a want she to, shed? It's a she shed, a he shed, a bunk bed shed. I know my sons are dying for us to have a bunk place because one of them never gets a bed on a busy weekend. He's like, why can't we just buy one of these bunk houses? You know, kind of things. Mm-hmm. But they're really cute things. And so I was just kind of got off on that a little bit. If anyone wants to do some cute browsing... The company is... Did um, you hear that? She got off on that a little bit. I didn't even say anything. Sanctuary Sheds. And if you have a pool and you need a pool house for towels and a bar and refrigerator area, or if you need an office space because you're remoting, you know, whatever it is. So here are a couple other things for ways to enjoy your outdoor spaces because we are entering the season. Um structures that provide extra privacy. I know, Rocco, you kind of decked out your yard. Lori, you have a pergola in your yard. And we put up, um, like, uh, like lights you would see if you were in the... Like, Italy. In Italy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or in Little Italy. Or in any pergola, yeah. any place that has, like, twinkly... Lighting, lighting. That the next of- step would be putting in a ceiling fan right above that instead of the one that blows from the side. I'm just thinking, because people are really decking out their outdoor spaces to have more... Space. Did you see that was a dig about the fan, Casey's fan? <laughs> oh, I see. That was I was a wondering. Dig. No, because it, it, it was industrial strength. Oh, my God. And it was just so loud. You'd... We saw it in Greece. Yeah. We were in Greece, and it was like... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 110 degrees. Yeah. 110. Casey said, oh, I got to get one of those. And I said, well, I don't think we need one that big, like an <laughs> oh, yeah. industrial. No, he got one for a warehouse. Yeah, Well, no, Funny. like for a big restaurant, like you could position it at one end of the restaurant, you know, sure. far it could a dry little bit the... back and it could clear everyone uh, the bugs and kind of keep yeah. everything cool. But it was way too big. But anyway, we don't have that one anymore. But he... It's like you gotta attack with wind to you keep get, all the bugs. I, that's away. what I've always yeah. done. I not bring this wi- not no. from up above. Right. It won't keep it away. But if you put a, a little fan, because I always bring at the cabin or at my place, I always fan. bring a, 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 a twisting fan. You know mm-hmm. that spur- spins because it keeps the bugs away. It's really a great way to do that. Do you do that, Rocco? Yep, we started doing that last year too, and it, that helps. Yeah, right. So in your, you know, so social front yards. I know a lot of people don't use their front yards. And if your backyard isn't that great, a lot of people are moving to the front yard. And if it's flatter well, it land, on, it depends on your where neighborhood you and mm-hmm. what's going on and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, outdoor kitchens, I know a lot of people are doing a lot more of that. Really? It, it feels expensive to me. I don't know me. anyone who I has do. an outdoor kitchen. Is this just the play-by-play of you reading Minneapolis-St. Paul yeah, magazine? No, this is from my, this, no, this is from Fast Company. This okay. is a completely di- No, this is from Better Harmons and Gardens. It's is it from in- the machine? <laughs> I can't use the machine because every show before us uses every single you know, bite that's true. of yeah. information from the she- machine, so the machine doesn't work for us. Yeah, which I feel like that makes our show more original. Well, it Rocco, makes us ding, have ding, ding, even ding, more ding, work. Ding, okay, yes, that's true too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like Rocco's positive yeah. view. You're taking a good negative view. So yep. somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the middle, there's the something. <laughs> okay, this is a sad thing, but this is. Also a reason you need to really be conscientious right now of your mental health. And if you're struggling, there's a new study out right now about how much depression ages your body. Mm-hmm. This is brand new. Um, it's called epigenetic is E-P-I-G-E, epigenetic mm-hmm. clock, an epigenetic clock okay. in your body. But people who suffer depression, your body is about two years older and so they say if um, this study was done on 40-year-old people. But people can't help it if they're depressed. They can They can go, um, they can go get medication yeah, for it. They help. can go see. Yeah, I'm okay. just saying don't. Yeah. If you know you are and you're living with it, it really does have effects. You can do something about it. So try to reach out sooner rather than later because it yeah. really has some physical effects on your body. Um, I believe if, that. If it goes untreated. Because yeah. we always talk about the effects, of course, of your mind, mm-hmm. but it's physical, too. So that was something new today. Um, all right. The last thing I'm going to tell you is that um, Blink 182 was originally called Blink, but there was an Irish band named Blink. So they changed their name because they threatened to sue them to Blink 182. And then the Irish band Blink ended up warming up for Blink 182. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Four years later. We got to hear all the small things. That should be in our rotation of that. All right. You know? Yeah, that's a good of, idea. That's a great song. It, it, you know what? It is. is that Taylor's song about Joe Jonas? Yeah, what Mr. Perfectly Fine mm-hmm. from the new album. Yeah, that's who it's about. Remember when they yeah. dated? Yeah. I like that song. I, I do too. Mr. Perfectly Fine. fine. I think yeah, that's a good that's song. That's like a great title for someone that's and just it, fine and it wasn't even good enough to make it on that album and then right. listen how good it is
She's so perfectly good. fine. All right. She's so good. Well, speaking of music and she's so good. So Brandy Carlisle uh, was on Stephen Colbert last night and she has, I, first of all, we love her. She just has, she she's has the most way. pure heart and she's one of those rare rock star music, you know, people that she, you could, genuine, genuine, genuineness right, right, right. to her. I just, I just think she's just amazing. And so she's written a book called Broken Horses. Um, it's her memoir. And Variety says her memoir is the best written, most engaging rock autobiography since her childhood hero, Elton John, published me. In oh, that, wow. how honest yes. she is, right? In it, and um, she apparently Brandy has worshipped Elton John all of her adult and adolescent life. So she started working on memoir after she'd finished reading his autobiography in 2019, which was so good. Which was so good, and it's called Me. Yep, and she uh, she writes in her book that Elton John and Bernie Toppin likely had the biggest historic impact on her uh, songwriting, even though, you know, like she loves Joni Mitchell, you know, she performed her whole blue album in front of Joni Mitchell. I want to say it was like maybe, I don't know how many, how long ago, four years ago. And Stephen Colbert, he's a huge Joni Mitchell fan. He's like, you performed the whole blue album in front of Joni Mitchell. You know, and Mm -hmm. um, anyway, but she she did. We're going to listen to her play a little Joni Mitchell, a case of you just acoustically. But she did. um, And I can't remember if it was on Colbert or another show, but she'd said Elton John wanted her not even kidding. He wanted her to name her book Rug Muncher. Oh, that is hysterical because she's a lesbian. That's just terrible. Stephen Colbert said that? No, Elton John. Oh, I was going to say. I was like, I was Elton say. John, you Elton know, John wanted her to that say, that. say that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's hysterical. That's so hysterical because she had a hard time coming up with a, a title. And it was her daughter who kind of accidentally came up with broken horses. She made some kind of a analogy. Isn't okay, this, that like, is breaking so horses? funny. Isn't it funny? And... Um, Anyway, she's she's just very uh, self con. She's a she's just I don't know. There's something so uh, sweet about how she talks and the way she talks to people. We feel like we know her. Yes, I would agree with and, that. And um, so I'm really really want to read her memoir now. Um, and just a little bit she shared with Stephen about how being told that. She couldn't be baptized because she was a lesbian, made her face stronger, not less. Oh, and I she like had a that. very yeah. interesting perspective on that. She said, I think a lot of queer people and everybody in that umbrella, that was the word she used. She said, we, we sometimes do feel our faith in a whole nother deeper way because we've already been told by the person that's standing between us, us and God. You're not welcome. Right. Interesting. So I think that she's going to write with the same way that she speaks and writes songs and everything else. She's really a lovely person. She's amazing. Well, let's just hear a little. This is uh, uh, she's playing on Colbert. Of course, this is all done by Zoom. So here we go. Wow. She's beautiful. And of course, Mm -hmm. that is like that was Rocco. Were we at the Prince thing where we they showed the. 
yeah. footage of him covering Joni Mitchell's that KCU. That sounds right. Yeah, it's, he does a great version of that too. Of that song, and yeah. he's talked about like how Joni was everything to him. That Blue right. Album yes, as a songwriter right, right. and everything. So, I mean, like you could just start crying listening to her it's voice. Beautiful, beautiful. So anyway, and then something else. Speaking of beautiful. Action Angelina is back. Um, it is. It is. We're going to have a summer movie season, and trailers are oh, coming out. Thank and goodness! Studies, studios, studios are rolling out uh, trailers, and it has been a while since we've seen Action Angelina. I mean, we had Tomb Raider, and we had Wanted, and Salt, and Mister and Mrs. Smith. But it's been it's been it's a been good a minute. So yep. Action Angelina is coming in May. We posted the trailer. The movie is um, called, what the heck is this movie called? It's called, um, God, I don't know. I have I it right I here somewhere. I have it. I Those have Who it. Wish Me yes. Dead. And it is have- by Taylor Sheridan. And he directed, he wrote Sicario, which is a great underrated movie that right. Emily Blunt is in. Come Hell or High Water with our boyfriend, Chris. Pine. Pine. Oh, gosh. The really- Yellowstone. Yes, which we love. With, uh, t- with Kevin Costner. He did Wind River. But he is a director that people want to work with. But this is going to be so on good. HBO Max, Lori, I think. Yeah, yeah. It opens in theaters. Right. And it's going to premiere on HBO Max on May 13th. And we posted the trailer. And basically, she's like a firefighter. Like one of those firefighters that fights... If, for us. Right. And John Bernthal is in it, and you'll recognize him. They're hot as it hell. It involves They're... a young kid. It involves guns, shooting. Nicholas Holt is in looks it. Good. It looks really, really yes. good. And it's called Those Who Wish Me Dead, and the guy who played Littlefinger in Game of Thrones is in it. And That's um, who that was. Yes, and a- Angelina has bangs, and she's playing a badass, and do I buy her as a firefighter? I mean, I guess. I mean, I think she would be someone who would be nestled in a lookout in a forest for sure. Well, she looks, she's an yeah. actress. She and can do this. She's played it. This, the yeah. action in this film will be very grounded, very realistic because they're trying to outrun a forest fire and armed assassins, Rocco. We've watched it. Oh. It's, it's good. It's posted today. Yeah, it looks on so our, good. Um, and if there isn't a sex scene between John Bernthal and Angelina Jolie, I'm going to chew I'm my not, leg off. Right. <laughs> We can't have that much um, intense stuff without having a little break, a little romantic interlude <laughs> somewhere right. behind a tree. Right. And the then, fires, your life could be over. At least you want to get some action before it's done. So take a look at that. Yeah. It looks really good. And then um, people are trying to make it. Apparently, Angelina Jolie is like next door neighbors in the Beverly Hills kind sure. of way with Diplo. Oh, funny. And she, Dumois, had an Instagram grab of a photo of Angelina at a backyard barbecue at Diplo's house. Oh. So people are trying to make this. Who did Diplo go out with? I don't know, but I don't think that I, they're not. I think uh, they they're just. Neighbors. They're neighbors. There's and neighbors who have a glass of wine out by the fire pit. Something like that. Okay. They were just at the same, and the look on her face, it's a face that really says, now why am I here again? I mean, it's kind of got yeah. like, why did I come here? And um, so anyway, and then her dad, John Voigt, um, was uh, the paparazzi, the TMZ paparazzi caught up to him the other day. And what did they ask him? And what, more importantly, what did he say? 
Well, he's 82, and he knows he's been in Hollywood a long time. He's running errands. And he first he said, I have no comment on it. And he wanted to know um, about the custody battle. Oh, what do right. you think about Angeline and Brad and the kids? And um, he said, he said, uh, he, he explained, because the paparazzi said, no, no. And he says, I hope Brad takes care of himself. "Quote unquote," and mm-hmm. um, and then he said he's had some difficulties, and I hope he takes care of things. And I pray for the guy. So I don't think Angelina will be mad at him no. about any of that. Nope. Okay. So that's all the Angelina news I have. To and well, Diplo went out with Katy Perry. If that's that's, that's right. it. And and and, and other Angelina news from the machine, Lori. Yeah. Earlier, the we machine. found out. I didn't use it because it's been used. <laughs> Everything here is second second hand from the machine. Um, and he said it was this thing like, would you vote which celebrities, if they ran for political office, would you vote for? Angelina Jolie shows up um, that um, 30% of people say they'd like to see her run for president, which is high. That was higher than Oprah Winfrey. Really? Well, Mm -hmm. she's been a U.N. ambassador for a long time. She has. And she writes very thoughtful op-ed pieces for the New York Times. 30,000 American adults. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to think about anybody running for anything. Oh, ever. Except to a concert. No. Ever again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or to miss a flight. You know, Mm -hmm. run to the airplane with something. I agree with you 100%. All right. I mean, think about that. Think about that. We had a pandemic and an election that was very divisive in the same year. We're going to really pat ourselves on the back for making it through. Getting through, you guys. Well, not to mention our city was on fire. fire. We have to get through this trial. Yeah, justice needs to be done. Oh my gosh! All right, listen. We come back. It's time to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? is the meaning of this all right i've got something for you to hollywood speak all right so the um episode four of dancing with the devil demi lovato's um youtube documentary about her drug overdose Mm -hmm. premiered um aired last night so it's episode four and i've watched parts of each of them okay? okay and it's kind of interesting the fallout of the people around her, how someone who was her assistant just got so bad-mouthed and ruined her career and everything, and how Demi Lovato wasn't in a place to help her before now because she lost everything. I mean, it was really kind of sad. What am I Hollywood speaking? You're Hollywood speaking this. She wants you to know that she's California sober. Oh, well... I mean, the Hollywood speak on that is that puff, puff, pass, pass might be an edible and alcohol and, and might be, you know, beer or wine or something. It's 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 something that uh, is some some places advocated. Obviously, this is the path that she's mm-hmm. California she's sober. That's yeah. what it means that she smokes sh- marijuana and she drinks alcohol still, but she won't do the hard stuff. Yeah, so I'm sure that this is controversial in Very. the um, recovery world. the recovery community. Yeah, because this is like a completely well. If you go the AA method, it's abstinence only. Right. You know, and that's kind of what's preached in Hazelton and and those kind of programs. But she said this is what she. Figure things because she even tried heroin after overdose. I mean, it is really kind of shocking what she discloses. 
discloses. <sighs> Julia. I but I'd never heard California, California sober. sober. I'd never no. heard that before. So well, now we know I what mean, that means. It, it must be what the, the cool kids in California are calling it that don't want to commit all the way to being sober. Right. Got yeah. it. Yep. Okay. Now, how about this? People okay. are horrified at the thought of this uh, coming back into style. So if I painted a picture and I said... Um, a little bit of your belly is showing, and your jeans are so low, oh, they yeah. just cover your mom's pubis. Lori, look at the jeans I have on today. Yeah. I've got on the low riders. Yep. I took out some of my low riders the other day. People are horrified. The low rider. That they're coming back in style. I liked, this cut worked on our body. You and I liked this when it was out. We didn't wear it the way it was meant to be We didn't wear it low, low, where you would see. Like Paris Hilton and Britney, and you'd see the whale tail of your thong. No, we didn't do that, but I have a lot of these pants left over. Yeah, well. Because it was in style for quite a while. Apparently, Alexander McQueen and a couple, Gen Z is praising it. They're discovering it for the first time, and. I'm going to say there's well, a lot of people that are saying, I refuse or I can't. But don't you still have a lot of these pants? Julia, no, I do not keep jeans that I you, don't wear anymore. No, but I've seen you wear some um, archive dressing jeans that we've had. But from, not low rise. But these don't look that low. Julia, you're not wearing a low rise jean. You don't think Nothing these about these jeans oh. screams low rise. Oh, I feel like because they're an inch. You ha- are show, too- sh- you're a short waisted person, so everything <laughs> feels low rise on you. <laughs> That's because they feel like they're a good inch and a half below my belly button, but yeah. they're not those. No. Yeah. Je- jeans that would cover your uh, any pubic hair should you have happen to have any. I don't know that we wore anything that low, <laughs> did we? Rocco, did you like the low rise jean era? You remember that? Um, yeah, I'm, it was I'm perfect for the bend and snap. Yeah, yeah. bend and snap. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Uh, Hollywood speak this. Apparently, when Paul Simon sold his catalog last yeah. week, some um, a music uh, critic on social media or in an article, basically. He he said that Paul Simon, in a story about him selling the catalog, he said basically Paul Simon will end up as a historical footnote to Bob Dylan. Okay, you know what's interesting? Okay, that is a slam. Yes, but here's is. what I'm going to tell you, because I've never been a Dylan person. And I was with my mom. We spent a lot of time last Friday in the car. Yeah. And we listened to Bridge Over Troubled Water. Mm-hmm. And... And she's like, you know, I never got the Bob Dylan thing. So my mom, you know, in the 70s, she was way into the music scene and everything. And she goes, I loved Simon and Garfunkel, but I never got the Dylan thing. So it's just kind of funny. Yeah. So Roseanne Cash tweeted back to this guy. Yeah. And she said, sorry to pile on to this guy. He wrote a story for Slate magazine. Uh But Paul Simon's line, the Mississippi Delta was shining like a national guitar deserves its own wiki page. That's just one line. I can say with absolute certainty certainty, he will have his place in history as one of the greatest songwriters of the twentieth century. I love it that she's sure. she's slap yeah. back. I mean because I know you're I love. I mean, I love. Remember that album? How that could it, someone actually write that sentence? That they're looking be a for footnote to Bob Dylan. Maybe they're both great. They yeah, are both the, great in different this. ways. Yeah. yeah. 
Do you did you, you know what song I love off Bridge Over Troubled Waters is uh, Only Living Boy in New York? Did you listen to that Play one? Play it. Oh, I'll have to pull it up, but yeah. That's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. That whole I, album. My parents had that album. Oh, is it the beautiful. one with the leg on it? That's the one with, there's a picture of Simon and Garfunkel on the front. front it's kind of blurry. I feel and, like in the, the bridge, the Brooklyn yeah. Bridge is in the background oh, or both something. both in like winter coats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a striped shirt on Simon. Mm-hmm. I know this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had beautiful harmonies. They had beautiful lyrics. And they, yeah, I know. Even the lyrics to Bridge Over Turbo Water. Oh, I mean, they're word. unbelievable. Yeah. And both Simon, I mean, uh, Simon and Dylan both had amazing, like, late stages in their career. Because yes. you're right, that Graceland album is amazing. It's start amazing. To yes, it is. Yeah. So and, anyway, Roseanne Cash has Paul Simon's back. I like that about her. And uh, ratings in American Idol have dropped now 40% since the season started in February. Okay, so I'm just going to say... The show is barely hanging in there. Why is Katy Perry wasting some of the best Years Pop of her years life. of her life on this show because she's it, getting paid twenty five to million, million dollars years. a year. Yeah, okay. Why wouldn't you? But the audience is tired and they're leaving in droves. Like Ellen, nothing else has dropped. Ellen and American Idol have lost forty percent of their audience. That's people are tired of the show. There's well, nothing. There hasn't even been an American Idol, um, like winner that we can remember a name since. Um, I mean, the I, but I'm season gonna, 11, was that Phillips kid? Oh, yeah. Philip Phillips. Yeah, Philip Phillips. And last year... But w- last year was a horrible Yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just it. saying. But, it, but we don't know really the voice. We know Kat Perkins because she's from here. We know Nicholas, whose last name is escaping me right now because he lives Nicholas here. Nicholas David. Nicholas David. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the only two I know from that. Yeah. Idol has had more success. I think that it's a tired format. Yes. I think it's tired, and I think it's the reason I, the voice still feels fun and fresh is because you have rotate. they rotate and bring the, in different yeah. people, and, and it's kind of competitive between the judges. It is. It's more it's playful. More, yeah, it is more fun. It just it doesn't rely so much on the stories of the individuals mm-mm. who we don't care about. Mm-mm. I mean, they still have like twenty people or something, and it's two nights. I saw it. Yeah, I I peeked at it and I try to want to be in it because mm-hmm. Josh Groban was on being mentoring mentoring this fifteen year old girl who sang driver's license. Yeah, I just couldn't get couldn't it. Couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Hey, there's a new poll out, Julia, uh, in Britain, and um, over fifty percent of people want Prince William to be crowned king over Charles. Oops, I, that doesn't surprise me. I know, and I'm surprised it's not higher. I know. Yeah. Well. But the women want William to be king even more than the men. They're at 65%. I believe that, too. They're just like, skip. Just skip the old Dodger. Right. His mom obviously did. Right, exactly. (laughs) All All right, right. we'll be back. Pop Culture Jeopardy!